Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Spend a Little Time with Jesus in Prayer. Stand up straight. Sit up straight. You're getting rounded shoulders. 
How many mothers have said these words over and over again? Somebody's mother is probably telling someone right now, straighten your slouching shoulders. Mother reminds to help children to grow up straight. Even in later life, her firm, stand up straight, may come to remind us that whenever we begin to slouch, God wants his children to stand up straight too, spiritually and morally. A slouchy, drooping man tends to repel others by his appearance. Likewise, a careless, indifferent Christian tends to drive away those he would lead to Christ. We must stand up straight. Epaphras prayed that his fellow Christians would be able to stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Colossians 4.12 Take a moment now and look at yourself. Are you standing straight? Are you doing what the Lord would have you to do? Or are you slouching in your Christian stand? You certainly are slouching if you're planning on skipping church today. Are you going to church but cheating just a little in your stand? Are you ashamed to stand up and be counted with the children of God? Ephesians chapter 6 verse 11 states, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So if you're going to stand, you need God's armor. We not only need to receive the salvation of God, that it's eternal life through faith in the work of the Lord Jesus Christ, but we also need to arm ourselves for the battle against Satan. An unarmed, unprepared Christian soon loses confidence. He tires and then he droops or falls. Satan is wily. He will find every weakness in our defense. But God has provided the armor to prepare us to stand up straight and strong in the face of any temptation. That is the armor of truth, righteousness, and faith, and salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Begin now to stand up straight for the Lord. The longer you wait, the more difficult it becomes, whether it be standing up straight physically or spiritually. It takes effort to stand up straight. But the rewards of righteousness are satisfying. What the world has to offer does not compare with spiritual values. In Christ, we can have peace and joy and fellowship. Who will God bless? His word gives us the answer. Psalm 15, 2. He that walketh uprightly and worketh righteousness and speaketh the truth in his heart. Psalm eighty four eleven, For the God... Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory and no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Start walking uprightly today. Listen now as Larry Graybill, Bill Burkett, Dave Kephart, and John Harris sing for us this lovely song, Down on My Knees. Once I wandered alone in blackness of night Once I struggled along far from God and right Then I saw I was lost and in my despair I fell upon my knees in prayer I was way down on my knees, way down on my knees Praying to my Lord every day I was praying to 
to my Lord Jesus, hear me please, take my burden away. Old Satan tried to tell me the Bible was a lie, that Jesus did not love me and I was doomed to die. Stay down on my knees, way down on my knees, he took my burden away. Fallen so low in sin and in shame That it seemed almost hopeless to trust His name But I lifted my voice and cried in despair And Jesus heard my humble prayer I was down on my knees, laid on my knees Praying to my Lord every day And take my heavy burden away Old Satan tried to tell me The Bible was a lie That Jesus did not love me And I was doomed to die But I stayed on my knees Stayed on my knees Jesus took my burden away Jesus took my burden away You are listening to Joy in the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We pray that as you listen to our broadcast this morning that you are encouraged and that you and your family are getting ready to attend a good Bible teaching Sunday school and church. If you do not have a church of your own to attend, we invite all who are seeking a Bible-honoring, Bible-teaching church to join us for our services. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Here we have many classes for the various age groups. We also have a supervised nursery for little ones for all of our services. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. Then at 6.45, we begin our closing service of the day, our evening fellowship hour. It is important that Christians gather together to study God's Word. Listen now as Ray Goss plays for us in the saxophone this wonderful song, Overshadowed.
Years ago, a man named Michael O'Brien boarded a ferry boat from Macau to Hong Kong without a passport. At his destination, he was not permitted to get off. But when the ship returned to Macau, he was not allowed to disembark there either. Week after week, he sailed back and forth between the two cities while his case was being considered by various embassies. Some claimed he was a Hungarian. Others said that he was an Irishman or American. He found no port where he was welcome. Many non-Christians are like that. They shuttle from one religious philosophy to another, looking for some assurance without their eternal destiny. But spiritually, they never find a harbor where they can anchor their souls. With no citizenship in heaven, no passport for glory, they are caught up in a maddening voyage that leaves them constantly at sea because they never acknowledge the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. They are trapped on the ferry boat of life, hopelessly searching for a resting place like people without a homeland. Perhaps you are saying, that describes me. I'm drifting with no port in sight. Whatever I've tried has left me unfulfilled and unsatisfied, and I've always had to turn away and to look somewhere else. Friend, you don't need to be without a country any longer. By faith, accept God's gracious provision in Christ. Go to Him, who alone can give you a passport to heaven. Your weary soul seeking refuge in human philosophies and man-made religions will find a welcome in the Savior. Listen now as Andrea Greenleaf sings for us this beautiful song entitled, Come As You Are. Come sit at the table, come taste the grace 
There's rest for the weary, rest that endures. Earth has no sorrow that heaven can't cure. So lay down your burdens, lay down your Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study porch for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is rightly dividing the word of truth, the heavenly places. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all the spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. The epistle to the Ephesians is a powerful, superb epistle with so many gold nuggets of essential biblical truths. A simple outline of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 1 to the third chapter, verse 21, is the believer's wealth. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1 to the sixth chapter, verse 9, you have the believer's walk. In Ephesians 6, 10 to 24, you have the believer's warfare. You have the calling, the conduct, and the conflict. Five times in the epistle to the Ephesians, we read of the phrase or the words heavenly places or high places. The five times in their biblical references are Ephesians 1, 3, 1, 20, 2, 6, Ephesians 3, 10, and Ephesians 6, 12. 
It is commonly accepted the twofold program of God are the Old and New Testament. Most people generally teach or believe that the Old Testament was written to the nation of Israel and the New Testament was written to the church, the body of Christ. The twofold program of God is not between the Old Testament and New Testament, but rather between the prophetic program and the mystery program. The difference is clearly seen when you compare the phrase since or from the foundation of the world with the phrase kept secret or hid but now revealed. The prophetic program was proclaimed since the world and the mystery program was kept secret until it was revealed to the Apostle Paul. The prophetic program, Acts chapter 3, verse 21. Whom the heaven must receive to the time of restitution of all things which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. The mystery program, Colossians 1, 26. Even the mystery which hath been hid from ages from generations but now is made manifest to his saints. The question of what type of blessing of the programs. The prophetic program included physical and material blessings. Exodus chapter 15 verse 26. And said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord God that healeth thee. God entered into a conditional healing covenant with the nation of Israel. If the nation would obey the commandments of God, then God would not put the disease upon them that he put upon the Egyptians. When Moses was 120 years old, he died at Mount Nebo. He was in good health, Deuteronomy 34, verse 7. He did not die from any disease, but rather from old age. Other biblical verses which demonstrate the physical blessings of the kingdom. And I'd encourage you, I'm going to give them to you, and I would encourage you to be reading them and follow, study them in your, on your own in your Bible. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verses 1 to 4, Ezekiel chapter 34 verses 26 to 28, Amos chapter number 9 verse 13, Acts 4:34, and Revelation chapter 12 verse 14. Matthew chapter 6 verses 31 through verse 33 say, Take therefore no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For all these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you in the context of all these things are what? Physical blessings. The church, the body of Christ, the mystery program, does not have physical blessings, but rather spiritual blessings. Ephesians 1.3 Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all the spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse number 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though yet he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. What type of blessings does God have for the church, the body of Christ, in the dispensation of grace? They are spiritual blessings and not physical blessings. The voice of the verb who hath blessed us is in the active voice, and the tense of the verb is the aorist tense 
What does that mean? The active voice means that the subject of the sentence produces the action of the verb. And the subject of the sentence and the subject of the verb is God the Father. The aorist tense means completed action point in time. This verse is not saying that God is going to bless or that he will bless us. This is very explicit, very specific. God has already blessed us. For the nation of Israel to receive a blessing during the Old Testament time, they had to be totally obedient. And this is seen in the words, if and then, Exodus chapter number 19, verse 5, and Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If and then. The spiritual blessings in the dispensation of grace are not based upon a believer's faithfulness, but rather upon the grace of God. God is the one who provides the blessings. This is something that he does for the believer. The believer cannot do it himself. He can only be the recipient of the blessings of God. God does not bless the believers because of who they are, but he blesses all believers because of Christ. We are blessed because we are in Christ. Spiritual blessings are ours as a result of our union with Christ. They are given to us at the moment of our salvation. And we have a listing, and if you would like the listing of these spiritual blessings, please contact us here at the Altoona Bible Church. Glad you glad to provide those for you. Here's just a partial listing. Justification, Romans 3.24. Adoption, Romans 8.15. Redemption, 1 Corinthians 1.30. Reconciliation. We've been made alive. We've been accepted and beloved. These are things that are ours at the moment of salvation. We have peace with God. God has blessed us in Christ because of who Christ is, not because of who we are. The only way we receive these blessings is trust the Lord Jesus Christ. God saves you, places you into Christ, and you receive them. Won't you trust Christ right now, right where you're at, before it is eternally too late in your life? listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Good morning in my heart.